Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. My name is Dusty Porter, the host of this wonderful show where each and every Wednesday I bring to you a fantastic interview with a YouTube creator, talking with them about their life, their schedule, uh, their strategy, everything that makes them tick to really help them uh, you know, make their YouTube channel successful. So it's kind of like a behind the scenes look of what goes on uh, in a YouTube creator's day and life. If that sounds interesting to you, hit that subscribe button. I really would appreciate it. Thank you to TubeBuddy for allowing this show to happen. It's that tool that I use and hundreds and thousands of other creators use to make their YouTube life so much easier. Check it out in the description of this podcast episode, as well as the patrons over on patreon.com who get access to a private Discord area where you talk about all things YouTube. You can share your channel, share your videos for critique amongst hundreds of other creators. If that sounds interesting to you, you can support us for as little as a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. It doesn't matter. It helps the mic stay hot here at the podcast studio. Um, basically, I don't really have much house cleaning to do today. A couple of new patrons this week. One are Ryan S. and Stephen L., as well as Linda T. Thank you all for joining the Patreon this week past week. Also, a quick side note, I am trying to grow a community over on another platform that I have no basis, no history on, twitch.tv. If you're into video games, which a lot of you are not, uh, but if you are, you can follow me over there. I'll put my uh, twitch.tv profile or channel link in the description of this podcast uh, if you're interested in that. It's just Dustbuster, D-U-S-T-T-B-U-S-T-E-R. Thought it would be interesting to document my growth over there on another kind of live streaming video type platform while having a good time with everyone. So anyways, with all of that out of the way, I do want to say this interview was wonderful. Man, uh, the, the gentleman that I had on, his name was Sheldon. He is a fantastic creator, fantastic photographer. There is a bit there for about 45 seconds in the middle of the show where his internet goes a little bit wonky on us and his voice sounds like a robot, but I promise you it doesn't last the entire show. It's like less than a minute and then we reconnect the call and we're good to go, but uh, hopefully that will not bother you guys too, too much. The value is so so high in this episode that I think that, uh, again, that you need to listen to it maybe even multiple times. He's got some great advice to give. So without any further ado, let's jump into this week's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation. Dusty here, the host of the show. I am super excited today to be joined by Sheldon Evans. He is a filmmaker and photographer from South Africa with a variety of content on YouTube for creative minds. He began his YouTube journey sharing his knowledge as a professional photographer, although over time that has grown into helping creatives and entrepreneurs also grow their own businesses and generate passive income. Sheldon has amassed over 162,000 subscribers, millions of video views, and a ton of success on the platform. Sheldon, how are you doing today? I am doing so good, man. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Well, no, I am, uh, I'm just excited to have you. When I go to your channel and I went to your channel when I was kind of researching guests and trying to find people to have on the show, I'm super impressed with the quality of not only your videography skills, but your branding is on point on your channel. And so I can't wait to really kind of dive into 
you know, the birth of the Sheldon Evans YouTube channel. So let's go ahead and do that now. Let my audience know uh, a little bit more about you, Sheldon, and kind of how you got started on YouTube. Sure. So basically, I'm a photographer and I've been interested in creative ventures my entire life, whether it's drawing, painting, shooting video, creating music, anything to do with any sort of creative aspect in the world, that's where I am. So my entire life has been me learning how to pursue and improve my own creative ventures. And I realized how difficult it is to find really good quality content out there that teaches you this sort of stuff for free. And when I was starting, it was kind of difficult to find this. And I really like talking. I talk a lot and I like teaching. I like sharing what I've learned with other people, whether it's my friends. I've done a few speaking gigs before I started YouTube and I thought, what better way to share that to a bigger platform than YouTube? If you're speaking in front of a crowd, you can only really share to a the crowd. And if, if that's recorded, maybe you can share it online. But if I had my own YouTube channel, I'd be, be, be able to share that content with tens, hundreds, thousands, millions of people, depending on how big my audience got or, or what sort of reach my videos got. So I decided to, to start sharing that, that knowledge with, with other people. And what like history did you have on YouTube? Did you have much experience with say video editing, videography, filmmaking? What was your experience and kind of how was that, I guess, transition from deciding, okay, I want to do YouTube. I want to do a YouTube channel and then actually doing it. What was that process like? Okay. So I had always wanted to be a YouTuber. I think from a very young age, I wanted to do something online, do something creative with, with video, but just as many other creators do, I procrastinate and like continue to not do the work. I come up with an idea, I might do it, but it never really happens. I come up with an idea, I shoot the video, I post it and then don't do anything for months. And eventually I just put my head down and decided now is the time to do this. And I committed to it and started creating a video every single week and it, it paid off. So for me, I think consistency was the problem and I struggled with that at the beginning. But once you produce consistent content, that's when stuff really starts happening. So let me ask you this. What do you think it was that helped you get over that hump that was like, okay, I, I know I want to be a YouTuber. I know I want to create video, but what was it inside you that said, okay, let's do it? Because I get that a lot. Like, oh, I, I want to be on YouTube or, oh, it's so cool. You're on YouTube. You're a YouTuber. I, I so want to do that. What was it that helped you kind of get over the hump, get over the edge per se, and really start doing it? I think it comes down to results. If you're posting stuff constantly or consistently or creating content consistently, but you're not getting any results, that can be very, very demotivating. So if you're not seeing anything coming from all of your efforts that you're putting into this, to creating this content, to doing this stuff and nothing comes back, that is what you have to get past and you have to change your mindset. That at any one moment, one of those videos could blow up. At any one moment, one right person will see your content and will reach out to you or that will share your content or really become a dedicated fan. For example, the way that you found me for this podcast, if I had not created content at all, this wouldn't be happening at all. So it really comes down to creating for the sake of creating and creating stuff that you enjoy making 
rather than focusing on results right from the get-go. Try and do something that you enjoy. And I think once you start doing that, you're doing it for the fun of it rather than having any sort of business aspect to it or any sort of results-driven focus to creating content. So starting off by just doing stuff for fun. Yeah, it's amazing to me sometimes I ask people or companies or individuals, I'm like, how did you guys find me? How did you guys hear about me? And sometimes it's the most obscure, older video that I did maybe three or four years ago where I completely forgot that I produced that piece of content. And they were like, man, this resonated with us so much or this really touched me or this really was a big part of, of why yeah. we, we gotten in touch with you. And so it's, it's, it's a true, the point that you make about you never know who's watching. You, you never know who's going to click yeah, play. 100%. Um, and whether that's going to be the next video that goes viral to grow your channel, whether that's going to be the next company that hires you for that next you know, you know, five or six figure job, you never know. Uh, and every one of your videos are working for you at all time, 24-7, all the time. And so that's that's the, one of the neatest things and one of the most unique things about YouTube. Because if you look at other social platforms, um, which is, again, you yeah. know, I, I don't like to call YouTube a social platform, but it really is. If you look at, say, Twitter or Facebook, the content there lives for a certain amount of time, and then, and then it goes to die. Uh, yeah, and and, and that, that time frame is much smaller. But the window on YouTube, especially if you're creating evergreen content, but even if you're not, you still can reach the right people. So I definitely agree with what you just said. It's a very, very, very good point. Um, so we kind of talked about how you got started on YouTube. Let's talk about YouTube as a business. You are a wonderful photographer. Uh, I, I'm a photography Thank buff. <laughs> uh, I actually do uh, wedding videography a lot on the side, and I get to interact with a lot of photographers. So let's talk about the business side of things for a minute. How has YouTube helped your business? How are you monetizing? How are you making money right now? Okay, absolutely. So when I, like I said, when I started YouTube, it wasn't intentional that it was going to become some sort of revenue stream. It wasn't intended at all. But obviously, as time goes by and as things grow and things change and happen, that starts happening and you start making money from it. So when I started out, I was a full-time photographer. I used to work literally every single day of the week becoming uh, working as a photographer and on weekends I would usually teach I would either teach at a, a local college or I would teach online um, or even just speaking on stage so once YouTube started really growing and it started helping as a second or third or fourth revenue stream I started realizing that this could be something big. This could be your main source of income, depending on how well you pursue this or what sort of direction you take this in. So when I first started out, obviously, as we all know, AdSense sucks. Like you don't really make that much money at all. But there are a ton of different ways to monetize your channel right from the start. Even if you don't have those 4,000 watch, hour, watch hours or whatever it is to really monetize your channel, you can start doing a ton of different things. You can do affiliate marketing. Say if you were to do camera reviews, you don't even have to be part of an affiliate program. You can join Amazon's affiliate program and you can start getting commissions or, or affiliate commissions right off the bat. Uh, you can do things like sponsorships. You don't even have to have big companies sponsoring you either. When you're starting out, everyone wants these huge sponsors that they see on every single channel. Whereas you could have smaller sponsors that really just give you an extra couple dollars per video that'll help you or motivate you to create the next video. So 
I think once that started happening, I started realizing, okay, I can put more time and effort into YouTube because that would be able to supplement my main income and I'd be able to sort of shift my focus and start doing less paid photography work and doing more YouTube work to the point where I'd be able to become a full-time creator or full-time teacher. Yeah, that's that's important is that YouTube kind of opens you up to that ability and the numbers really don't matter. And that's what people get confused is that, yes, oh, I got to have, you know, a million subscribers. It, it really doesn't matter. There are small YouTube channels making a full time living with eight, 10, 15, 20,000 subscribers and, and not the, the astronomical numbers that people think you have to have in order to monetize your channel now. With your specific channel, have you gotten, say, clients from YouTube or have you gotten, say, to be able to work with, say, a photography company to do a sponsored video? What are some examples of things that kind of, you know, firsthand examples of, of things that you've gotten to do with your channel? Okay, so with the, the channel in specifically, I haven't really had photography clients, but I had photography sponsorships. So when I was selecting the niche that I wanted to create content in, obviously it was something that I had knowledge in before, which was photography. It's what I've been doing my entire life. So I decided to create stuff around that. And there were a few photography sponsors who had reached out to me and creative businesses. Um, I don't know if I can mention any of the, the sponsors on here, uh, but they have reached out to me and that has helped basically my YouTube career. With photography side of things, I think it also comes with some sort of uh, becoming a, a master in your space or known as a master in your space. So when my clients saw that I created YouTube or that I had a photography channel, that I taught photography, it almost put me on a different level to other photographers around me that I would be competing with because they saw me as the leader in the space. I was the one who was teaching other photographers. I was the one who was giving out this information for free. So... I must be the one to book for their wedding or for their commercial gig, whatever it is. There's almost a level of clout that comes with creating something and being the leader in your space. So I think it definitely, definitely does help to to create stuff for free and be known as almost a public figure in the that niche that you're in. Um, I hate that word as well, public figure, but <laughs> basically just someone who knows what they're talking about in the space. So your clients your clients really gain sort of a respect for you. Whereas if you're just a photographer that's starting out or whatever career you're in, you're always the new guy. You're the new guy. Every client that you come into contact with hasn't heard about you before. Most of them haven't heard about you before. Uh, but if you can prove to them that you've had some success, you know what you're talking about, they trust you more, you can build stronger relations, relationships with them and longer lasting relationships and keep getting booked by the same people over and over again. Yeah, it's it's important, and the word that I think of is clout. You you, you kind yeah. of get clout in your industry, in, in what you're doing, whether it's speaking engagements or people willing to hire you to do photography for their business or their wedding or whatever it may be. YouTube gives you that because you've, you've built a presence. You've built a brand online, which which I love. So the next question that I'd like to ask you, Sheldon, is this. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? Okay, yes, that is a great question. I think the the thing is, when you're starting out on YouTube, you don't really have anyone to speak to about anything. So that's perfect. I think I wish someone told me that you shouldn't be afraid. Because one thing that stops a lot of creators is either self-confidence or 
any sort of idea that someone's going to see your content and you're going to be embarrassed about it. You're not going to, you don't want other people to see you when you're not talking to them face to face. There's a different perception of you that is had if you're creating content, putting it out there and people are seeing it. So I think you shouldn't care. I wish someone told me, don't care what people think about you. Don't care if you get hate. Don't care if you get negative comments. Those things really do not matter. Because negative com comments, whether you get 100,000 good responses and you get one, one thing negative or one something that just puts, sends your day into a downward spiral and puts you in a negative mood, it's that those people don't matter. Those negative comments do not matter. You think about yourself that you're the one putting the effort into creating the stuff. You're the one actually doing something. Those people who are spouting things to put you down or to try and stunt your growth, they aren't doing anything. No one that is doing better than you will ever put you down. That is something that you have to remember. If someone is doing work or doing better than you, they won't bring you down. It's always the people who are underneath you or people who aren't doing what you're doing. It's jealousy that does that. So I think forgetting about negative negativity and just doing it without any sort of self-esteem or self-confidence issues will be the number one thing that I think new creators need to know. What I always like to say is that there are people doing things and there are people talking about people doing things. And I want to be the one who's actually doing stuff. And, you know, if, if, if you get affected by the keyboard warriors living in their mother's basement, then you know what? You, you probably shouldn't be a YouTuber. Uh, you probably shouldn't be a creator online. You're going to get that. That just comes with the territory. Being able to accept that and understand that you need to be who you are regardless and understand that transparency is key. Uh, and I think that's such a big part of being a successful YouTuber. So I could not agree more with what you just said. Um, let's talk about the tools of the trade a little bit. Um, wh what kind of hardware and software are you using to get the job done on YouTube on a daily basis? Sure. So when I started out, I just had my regular camera. Like you really don't need the best gear at all. I think my first YouTube video before I really pursued my YouTube career, it's still on my channel, but it's unlisted or it's private, uh, was shot on my cell phone. And you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between that and the first couple of videos on my channel at all. So I think using any sort of gear you have is great to start out with. But I started with that and I obviously used the Adobe uh, Suite. So I use Adobe Premiere, I used Photoshop for my thumbnails, uh, and I used Lightroom to edit my photos. Um, and now I've moved on to Sony gear, which I, I currently use. I use a Sony a7 III and I shoot pretty much everything that I have on that. When I started out as well, I had, I like to speak about gas or gear acquisition syndrome that mm -hmm. I always wanted new. I always wanted new stuff, new gear, new programs to really speed up my workflow, but it almost reached an arc and went back down to the point where I'm working as a minimalist. Now I use just the essentials that I need. Uh, you really don't need an expensive microphone. Even when I'm traveling, it becomes very difficult because I travel a lot to carry a huge microphone and use huge camera if you want to vlog. Use something small. I use my phone now, currently, to vlog with. So I think use whatever you have with you. And obviously for YouTube, for the actual growth of it, I use tools like TubeBuddy to find content that people are searching for. Uh, I think a key to growing on YouTube as well is creating evergreen content, as you spoke about, because people are always will always find your content, no matter how old it is. You could have the very first video you created two years ago 
have the right person find it and something great comes of that. So I think using TubeBuddy to, to find content that people are really searching for is great. Yeah, let's talk about your day for a minute. Um, so you're doing this now, uh, you know, a big part of your life. It's a big part of what you do as far as YouTube goes. Let's talk about for a minute your day-to-day -day progress. Like what does a day in the life look like for Sheldon Evans when you wake up all the way to when you go to bed? What, what's your creative day look like? Sure. So I think my, my daily routine, let's try that again. I think my daily routine is kind of different to most other creators who do this full time, say creating a video every day or every week, because I travel a lot. So my daily routine is completely messed up, but I try and have at least an hour to two hours a day doing something creative with regards to my YouTube channel, whether that's coming up with a new idea, scripting, shooting something. I think setting aside a little bit of time every single day is essential. Uh, and you shouldn't really beat yourself down if you're not creating daily because as a creative, we know that creative, creativity comes and goes. It flows like, like a river. So you could have a week with no creativity at all and you could have a week that you feel creative every single day. And I think when that day comes or when those days come that you feel creative, use it to your advantage. Yeah. Create. Do something every single day. Do something every hour that you have. Burn yourself out with that creativity. Use it. And you'll have a bank of content that you can then use over time. Uh, so I think every single day is just completely different for me. Uh, I, For example, last night we went out to shoot a video and I only got home at 5.30 this morning. So there's no sort of pattern in my life, which I personally love. Some people will, will hate that. And I think finding what works best for you is is very important. Yeah, it's funny though. One of my favorite things about being a YouTube content creator, and not just YouTube, but being a creator in general, is just the flexibility of it. You know, you mentioned, you know, some nights you may be out all night until 5 a.m. shooting a video or out with your friends trying to create something. Or, you know, for, for me, I may be recording a podcast interview. I recorded a podcast interview last week with someone from Australia, and it was like almost midnight here because of the time zones and kind of working it out. I love things like that. I love being being able to work with people all over the world, the flexibility, the openness of it. But uh, no, it's so cool to kind of hear that there's no rhyme or reason. But I think that sometimes that makes the things that we create even better because that's kind of how creative people are. They're very all over the place. Uh, they're very sporadic at times. I know my wife t says that about me. That may not be the case for everyone, but it definitely is for me. Um, let's talk about advice for a minute. Um, what piece of advice could you give someone, an, an emerging YouTuber, someone wanting to start, grow, or monetize their YouTube channel right now, what, what was that one piece of advice be that you would give them? I would say do your research. Um, if you want to really grow, I think it's essential that you do your research and find the niche that you want to target. Creating content for the masses is very, very difficult. You need to be able to offer something to people in your niche. For example, a lot of new YouTubers want to start vlogging right off the bat. You want to start sharing your day-to-day -day business, which is great. That's perfect. We all want to share. We all want to share our lives. But the thing is, no one else cares. No one cares about you. No one cares about your life because they're living their own lives. So there needs to be some sort of value exchange before that starts happening. You need to be able to offer something to your audience that they'll like. For example, you could teach them something and that way you've got your in to that audience. Those people 
have got something from you. So in exchange, they sort of become a fan or become a subscriber or you might get a new follower, whatever it is. You've offered something to them, so they'll offer something back to you. I think we we need to change that mindset that everyone wants to know everything about us because they don't. The truth is that no one actually cares until they have a reason to care. So sharing value and giving value to your audience is the number one thing right from the start. Yeah, understanding what your value prop is, understanding what you're going to offer the people, your target audience, your target avatar is so critical. And people continue, every time I work with creators, they continue to forget about that. So it's definitely very important, very, very good point. Do you have any habits or things that you do, Sheldon, that you think have been a part of your success on YouTube? Things maybe, I don't know, things that you do in the morning, your rituals, things that you may do that you're like, I, I would attribute that to my success on YouTube? I think possibly just being crazy. Uh, having a mind that runs around, runs away with ideas is is a good a good thing. I always come up with new ideas. And when those ideas come to me, I make sure that I write them down and then actually pursue them. Uh, I think the downfall at the beginning became my biggest success now, which was coming up with ideas and then just trashing them or throwing them away or never actually pursuing that because I'm a master procrastinator. I speak about this all the time. I put things off. So I think now what happens is that I create those 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 ideas that come to me without the idea of perfection in mind. Forget about perfection, pursue it, whether it sucks, whether it doesn't suck it doesn't matter you've done it and you've learned something from that yes absolutely that's that's something that i completely completely agree with and uh you know i a lot of times i try to stay as professional as i can on my podcast but i'm just a nutcase outside you know i i love having <laughs> fun i love laughing i love making people laugh and and sometimes just that 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 good feeling inside um, is is something that I think is uh, is so important and so critical, being able to let go. And it kind of goes back, harkens back to what you talked about a few minutes ago, understanding that you, you not to worry about what people think. It's okay to just be yourself. So that yeah. is a good attribute for sure. Um, what's next for your YouTube channel, Sheldon? Like, what are you looking to do short-term and long-term? Okay, so right now I'm in the process of rethinking my creative strategy for my YouTube trying to see where I want this to go. Because I've reached a point that I'm happy with, but I want to do something different. And I think, like I said, you you create a niche for your channel, but there's always a point where you can pivot. I've seen YouTubers go from creating tutorials, screen recording tutorials, to lifestyle travel videos. And sometimes when that pivot happens, it could be for the better or for the worse. And I don't really, at this point which way that goes it's just that i've reached a point where i want to do something different and i think that's the excitement of youtube you could even start a new channel i might even start a new channel who knows uh but there's no there's no set path for any youtuber because everything is different like every single youtuber youtuber has their their own path so i think having that flexibility is good so i don't really have a a path 100 set in mind just yet yeah, sometimes that's that's better is is not having so, you know a set path in mind. Um, well, I, I do want to say thank you for joining me today. What a great interview! You have seen so much success on YouTube. I can't wait for my audience to listen to this podcast. I think it's going to be a, a great value to them. 
Um, is there anything that you, before we kind of share your socials and your links, kind of where to get in touch with you, is there anything that you'd leave my audience with knowing that you're speaking to a bunch of creators, a bunch of YouTubers out there? What's what's that one thing that, that, that maybe you want to leave them with? Absolutely. I think just start. Just start creating. Whether it's right the second after you finish listening to this podcast or today or tomorrow. Just do it as soon as you can and you will not regret it. Even if you don't post that content, create something. Go create something right now. Yeah, it's it's about starting something. It's about doing something, and it's about putting yourself out there to the point to where maybe you feel a little bit uncomfortable, but maybe that uncomfort is, or that discomfort is going to be what puts you in a position to where you can feel comfortable later on. It's really about being able to do something and putting it out there. So I love, love, love everything that Sheldon said regarding that today. So can you let my audience know where to get in touch with you? Sure. Um Best place to reach me is on my Instagram account is at Sheldon Evans X or on my YouTube channel. If you just youtube.com forward slash Sheldon Evans, those are the best places to find me. Well, again, I highly recommend you go check him out on YouTube. Sheldon Evans, S-H-E-L-D-O-N. Over 162,000 subscribers. So he's doing something right. So thank you so much again, Sheldon, for joining me. And we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. All right. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.